Welcome into the basement. It is Monday night. That can only mean one thing. This is the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact 89 FM. Thank you for tuning in. Whether you're on your way home from work, you're still at work, or you're heading into work, thank you for taking time out of your night to join us here on the Spartan Sports Wrap. A little bit under the weather, but who's not these days? Snow falling here in East Lansing today, probably half inch to an inch or so. Uh, but nonetheless, we play through injury here at the Spartan Sports Wrap. Thanks for joining us. We'll put out our contact information right here at the beginning of the show. Our email address, wdbmsports at gmail.com, wdbmsports at gmail.com. Also, our phone number, if you'd like to get in touch there, 517-432-3893, 517-432-3893. Thanks for joining us here tonight. Um, if you miss a show, don't forget our podcast section on our new and improved website. Just just logged on today and saw that they had some new things going on there, some new blogs, some new features. So impact89fm.com. Uh, that's where you can find our podcast, all our shows archived at impact89fm.com. Um, interesting thing, walking into to the radio station today, uh, we're housed in the basement of Holden Hall, a dormitory here on the campus of Michigan State University. Um, and throughout the hallways, they have public service announcements on billboards, things like that. And, and I saw on one billboard, uh, about the holiday season, it brings, brings about, you know, philanthropic issues and, and, you know, food drives, coat drives. And, uh, I saw 17% of people in Lansing live at or below the poverty level. And, uh, something Coach D'Antonio's wife brought up at one of his radio shows. Uh, she assists in the Greater Lansing Food Bank. I can't tell you what to do. I can't force you to do anything, but it's a nonprofit organization like ourselves. Uh, but they provide emergency food to individuals and families in need. Um, and th- more information about the Lansing Food Bank and the way you can help families that are truly in need this holiday season, lansingfoodbank.org. Uh, so that's where that information is there. Uh, but definitely 17% of Lansing living at or below the poverty level. And I think there's some of us that live, myself included, uh, very comfortably. So I, I would hope that uh, many of us will donate to the Greater Lansing Food Bank uh, to help food or help feed individuals and families in need. Uh, the food is distributed through an extensive network of food pantries throughout the Lansing area. Uh, it serves tens of thousands of people. So the Greater Lansing Food Bank, lansingfoodbank.org, is where you can find information about how to donate, how to help. We have a community in need, and I think that's, that should sit first and foremost here tonight as we head into a cold, wintry season, and a season that, you know, we're, we're just getting over Thanksgiving. We're thankful for, you know, things we've things we have, blessings we have, and I think that we need to remember we live in a world uh, that some are in need. And so the Greater Lansing Food Bank is in need. They're they're low in their supplies. They're low in their funds. So LansingFoodBank.org is how I want to start the show tonight if you'd like to to help out those 17% of Lansing that lives at or below the poverty level. But if you'd like to join us here tonight on the Spartan Sports Wrap, our number 517-432-3893. Jamal Spencer from ABC3 will join us here in a few moments. He's on his way from the studio. Uh, he's big time. He's on TV. He's on his way from the studio into the radio studio. So Jamal Spencer will join us shortly. Coming up this hour in the show, got a chance to attend Coach Izzo's press conference today. Among the things uh, that Coach Izzo discussed today, his areas of concern, uh, his what he's pleased with on the team, and the team schedule. And I've got a point of emphasis there when it comes to the team schedule. Just when you thought the Spartans had... A somewhat of a soft non-conference schedule. Uh, it appears that we'll be playing multiple teams, and uh, numerous of the teams we play in the non-conference, they are in the top ten. Uh, we look at number one UCLA, number eight Texas down the road. Uh, BYU is ranked. North Carolina State just outside the top twenty-five. We play them Wednesday at the Brez, seven p.m. Uh, but don't forget Saturdays right here on the Impact Cultural Vibe, eight p.m. to two a.m. DJ Rad spinning ones and twos from eight to eleven. Eleven to two DJ Collective on Unos and Doses. So if you want to get some hip hop, Cultural Vibe Impact, eight p.m. to two a.m. Saturday nights. But one thing I would like to touch on as well at the top of the show here, MSU soccer. They made the NCAA tournament as we discussed last week. We had Coach Joe Baum on the show. They hosted uh, over at Old College Field. They lost to Oakland University 2-1, to but the score doesn't tell the story in this game. Somewhat unfortunate that these seniors uh, in this team had their season ended early. Uh, not to rip officials, but uh, this season ended very poorly for the Spartan men, and I would like uh, to give them some respect and, and sh- you know shed some light. I saw some video reviews of the game. Uh, one of Oakland University's goals punched in out of our goalie's hands 
by a player. And uh, I'm no soccer pro, but when you touch the ball with your hands, I think that is illegal. Uh, that ball gets punched out of our goalie, Chris Austin, hands into the net, and Oakland scores a goal. Uh, and that could be the, that's the, uh, the difference there, one goal game. And also Rashawn McKenzie, a great senior. This kid has never been issued a red card in his four years here at Michigan State. A kid of great care, a young man of great character, Rashawn McKenzie. He's red carded for allegedly punching, uh, a player in the head. Uh, video review, uh, he did not take a swing at the player's head. He's red carded. What that does in soccer, obviously, Michigan State plays with 10 players for the whole second half instead of a full 11. Thus, the team feels a bit cheated. And I, you know, I feel to do them some justice, uh, just to put that out there. You know, this Michigan State soccer team plays their tails off. They have a tremendous coach in Joe Baum who's been coaching them for 31 seasons now. And their season is cut short, uh, because of some poor officiating. And, uh, hopefully Michigan State soccer won't have to see that official again. Uh, but had to show some love to MSU soccer. Tough, tough pill to swallow. It's one thing, uh, when you're beating, when you're beaten justly. And it's one thing when a team advances on in the NCAA tournament, uh, courtesy of officiating. So a tainted win for the Oakland Grizzlies in soccer, but our, our love goes out to MSU soccer tonight here from the sports wrap. You'd like to get in touch with us. Our number 517-432-3893. Our email address, wdbmsports at gmail. Dot com. Speaking of G, none other than my boy Jamal Spencer gets in the is in the crib is in the cut. What's going on, Jamal? Fresh, fresh out of the TV studio. Jamal Spencer joins us for ABC Three. You have questions for either of us? MSU football. We're bowl bound. Where are we going? I have a great opinion, and I believe uh, we'll be somewhere south. I'll tell you where later in the show. You want to talk MSU basketball? We can talk that as well. We'll talk a little women's basketball. Show the ladies some love later in this hour. But our number, 517-432-3893. Also, shout out to Crunchy's Bar and Grill. Apparently, they play this show at Crunchy's Bar and Grill. Hopefully, the crowd over at Crunchy's just erupted because uh, I gave them some love. But Crunchy's, the Burger Bash Mondays, thank you guys for playing my show on Mondays. Uh, but enough about MSU soccer and some tainted uh, wins for Oakland University. We move forward with MSU football just in time, Jamal Spencer. I know you guys over at ABC3 are high on Greg Jones, mm-hmm. uh, scout freshman All-American. This guy, before his career is done, he may be an AP All-American multiple times. I love Greg Jones. I like what he brings to the table. And, and I really think Greg Jones is just a man of fine character. He brings a lot to the table. He's got a nose for the football. He's He just seems so fast on the field. Led the team in tackles as a true freshman and he's here for three more years, so you got to be pleased with that. But MSU football, the bowl situation should be clear soon. If I were a betting man, can't encourage that. <laughs> and uh, something interesting, you know, that you, why is illegal betting illegal? Mm-hmm. Because the government can't get any of the money. My yep. dad told me that joke over the Thanksgiving <laughs> break. He goes, you know why it's illegal? Because the government can't get any money. But if I were a betting man, I would say Michigan State plays December 28th in the Champ Sports Bowl in Orlando, Florida. But last week, I was on the Tempe train. I'll switch locomotives and join the Champ Sports Bowl train this week. Um, I just I just have a feeling our administration will get it done. Uh, we know Mark Hollis would love the Spartans to play in the Champ Sports Bowl. But Jamal Spencer from ABC, ABC3 joins us. Jamal, where do you think the Spartans will play? Is Champs the best opportunity that is feasible for the Spartans? Champs is the best bowl that they could possibly get to. But realistically... They're going to the Motor City Bowl unless two things happen. Well, basically just one thing. If Missouri loses to Oklahoma, which they probably will, Ohio State bumps up to number two in the national championship rankings, and they go to the national championship game. That opens up another bowl for a Big Ten team, probably Illinois. And if Illinois sleep, you know, sneaks in there. Rose Bowl? No, that's, that's what they're saying. Illinois sneaks into the Rose Bowl, then you got Michigan State going to the, uh, to the Champs Bowl. A little, but, a little Illinois, Florida in the Rose Bowl, a little Zook. Exactly. Zook the Crook. Exactly, Zook the Crook. <laughs> uh, but are you a fan of that? Say that does happen. Are you a fan of Ohio State backing into the national championship game? I mean, I, I want to say I can't, but that's just hatred for Ohio State talking. But, you know, let's be real. They, you know, were the number one team in the country for a long time. They only got one loss. So, yeah. You know, I say go ahead, let them in. I would love to see Ohio State go to the national championship and win, and then all these people all year have dogged on the on the Big Ten how bad it is. Yes, we know it's a down year, uh, but 
I want to see, it would be nice to see a Big Ten team win it all. My question is, it's a down year. Every team in the Big Ten is bowl eligible except for one, but it's a down year. If that happens in the SEC, they're the greatest conference in the country. Great. That's a great point. If you'd like to make a point or chime in or debate with us, go ahead. 517-432-3893 is the number. Just Jamal and myself, Dan Duggar here in the basement tonight. Ray is out. Some schoolwork once again puts <laughs> academics in front of athletics. And fellows, sorry Brigitte can't make it tonight. She texted me. Things have gotten so impersonal, not between us, but just in society. You know, let's, let's you know, throw the text. You know, it used to be the booty call, and, and apparently it's the booty text now. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure Jamal's aware of that. Definitely. That's, that's Definitely. the lingo. You know, let's text. Impersonal, don't have to talk. Don't have to be face-to-face. Don't even have to hear the voice. Just go, just throw the text out there. You know, I'm, I'm sure cell phones around East Lansing blow up about 205. <laughs> text, you have three new text messages. Uh, but texting really taking over the world, and that's just ask Kelvin Sampson. But <laughs> low blow. <laughs> but uh, but if I were a betting man, I would say Michigan State plays in the Champ Sports Bowl in Orlando, Florida. I just have a good feeling about it. Michigan State is a sexy team, as I said last week. You can't really pinpoint sexy. You just know it when you see it. I look at Michigan State's offense, the best in the Big Ten. That's sexy. I just know it when I see it. You got an NFL caliber wide receiver. In Devin Thomas, Showtime. He's got a great nickname, Showtime. And you have a a, a talented quarterback, a up and coming quarterback in Brian Hoyer, and you have the truth in the backfield. So what's what's the compliment to the truth? I mean, the truth is is it all encompassing? So you got Ju Kalkrick with the truth. So what's Ju Kalkrick if Javon Ringer's the truth? I I'm I'm sticking with the touchdown whore. I the mean, touchdown whore. There it is. That's what his teammates Javon say. Javon Ringer runs to the one. Ju Kalkrick gets a touchdown. But hey, Ju, good to see Ju out. Of, he's a, a men's basketball season ticket holder. Oh, oh good see, to him, you. see him all at the game. Saw Coach D at the game too on Saturday against Oakland. We'll talk about uh, the Spartans' seventy-five seventy-one win over the Grizzlies later this hour. Closer than many expected. Uh, but there's some reasons why, yes, you could fault Michigan State for some, but Oakland's a darn good team. Uh, but what is the best bowl scenario, Jamal, for this program? In terms of recruiting, exposure, limelight, what do you think? No doubt. If they get to the Champ Sports Bowl in Orlando, you get prime recruits in Florida that you can bring some, hey, come watch us practice. That's obviously a great spot. They get the payout. They get national exposure that they probably wouldn't get at the Motor City Bowl. It's a great spot for the team. It'd be great for recruiting. And let's not forget, uh, it's pretty well known that you don't get all the money that the bowl gives out it goes into a big pot for the conference so even minnesota if northwestern doesn't go to bowl all teams in the conference get their equal slice mm-hmm. of the pie if you if you want to put it like that uh but yeah so hopefully here's to hoping ohio state backs into the national championship game illinois plays florida in the rose bowl wouldn't that be a, that's a matchup made for TV. It seems like the inside people really like Indiana. They like that story. Uh, their head coach just got a four-year extension today. I uh, can't call his name off the top of my head. The Terry Hepner story there with their head coach's death. The inside bowl, it seems like they just like Indiana. But I wouldn't mind going to the Champ Sports Bowl. So here's to hoping uh, Michigan State plays in Orlando, Florida, December 28th. Uh, but last week we discussed First team all Big Ten, who we thought, because it came out last Monday night. So obviously we're a little behind, but our frequency on the air allows us to do so. So the only first team all Big Ten member, Jonal St. Deke, uh, do you feel that we got slighted, or our players got slighted? Without question. I mean, how is Devin Thomas not first team all Big Ten? I mean, you could say, well, maybe Dorian Bryan or maybe James Hardy, but no one's put up stats across the board all purpose wise like he has. Only one receiver in the Big Ten has more catches than he does. No one has more yards than he does. I don't see how he's I not believe first he, team did, all Big didn't Ten. he lead the conference in both all purpose yards per game and receiving yards yep. per game? Yep. Uh is this a case of the upperclassmen? Got to give it to the upperclassmen. Not even that. How about this? Mario Manningham is on the Blitnikoff award list as the best receiver in college football. He's not even better than Devin Thomas. No, sir. Devin Thomas, my opinion, the most underrated receiver in the nation. Easy to say that. Call me a slappy, but Devin Thomas is the complete package. Sub 4640, he's a playmaker. You can't teach that. You can't coach that. He makes plays. He goes out and gets balls. I think if you look at that Penn State game, it's so evident that Devin Thomas is a playmaker. You can't coach that. It, when you look at the landscape of this program, you're going to point to that Penn State game. 
That was a, a hinge on this program. We swing down, we swing up, possibly. You know, we, that's hy- hypothetically. Mm-hmm. But you're going to point to Devin Thomas, the catches he made, not to overshadow the amazing throws Brian Hoyer made, but the catches Devin Thomas made, a main reason why we won that game and why this, this program is bowl bound and on the upswing while the program down the street is looking for a head coach. <laughs> 517-432-3893 is the number WDBMSports at gmail.com. Alongside of G, Jamal Spencer, we're talking sports. This is the Spartan Sports Wrap on every Monday night, 7 to 8 p.m. Don't forget, Cultural Vibe. Got to show some love. DJ Rad 1, 8 to 11, 11 to 2 a.m. DJ Collective. That's Cultural Vibe, Spin and Hip Hop, 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. Listen to the show this past weekend. Great. It's just there's no commercial. It's the the impact's great because obviously no commercials. Right. And by the way, we're commercial free sports talk for a straight hour. Can't find that anywhere else in the Lansing area. But spinning hip hop. So, and you listen to DJ Collective from eleven to two. I mean, we're talking stuff. You're throwing. We're throwing back in the Way day. Back. Yep. We're going back in the day. You you might hear, you know, a little Nate Dog. But hey, Nate Dog's on every hook like, <laughs> for the but, past fifteen twenty years. <laughs> but hey, DJ Rad, DJ Collective, Cultural Vibe, eight p.m. to two a.m. But MSU football, I would say they would be in the Champ Sports Bowl in Orlando, Florida. We'll know more at the latest December 2nd. Uh, but we'll see when the BCS rankings come out after next week. And like Jamal explained, Ohio State could very well back in to the national championship game by not even playing next weekend. So here's to hoping the Buckeyes play. I'm, you know, I'm relatively a Buckeye fan when we're not playing them. No. I would like to see the Big Ten go. Uh, quick note, women's volleyball made the NCAA tournament. Got to show some love there. They play Kentucky Friday at Dayton, Ohio. Also, Jess Hall, the women's volleyball team, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Week. So volleyball, they're really on, on a roar. So here's to hoping the volleyball team can be successful. It's just great to see we got soccer in the NCAA tournament, volleyball in the NCAA tournament. It's great to see an athletic department as a whole successful. You know, you can point to some other universities have strong program here, and then the remainder of their Olympic sports is terrible. It's good to have the collective strength. Uh, but busy basketball week. Uh, three games in the past week for Michigan State men's basketball. Uh, beat Missouri, 86-83. I think the score was there. Lost to UCLA, 68-63. Defeated Oakland, 75-71. Uh, tough week as far as the loss to UCLA. Uh, when you look later in the season, you're going to wish you had that one. It's not the end of the world, though. It's still November. Okay. But here's Coach Izzo. Got a chance to attend his press conference today. Here's his thoughts on the past week. I thought, uh, like I told you in Kansas City, that I'd take a look after a few days on uh, maybe uh, how we felt about that game, how we felt about Missouri game, where we feel we're at a little bit after the Oakland game. And as probably has happened, we I look back at that weekend and I feel a little bit better about how we played. So I tried to look at with our team, um, you know, what are our pluses? What are our minuses? I mean, we all know that Drew has has still been sick, and believe me, he's been sick. It's not an excuse; it's a fact. And Allen, Chris Allen, is the other guy that I think we have to get on track a little bit. Uh, one shooting 44, one 36 percent. When the year started, we we wanted to improve in a couple areas. We thought we'd be a better scoring team. We're averaging almost 78 points a game, so we are scoring better. We wanted to. Uh, get better at the turnovers that we have not done. Wanted to be a <clears throat> better fast break team. We've had our moments when we have. We wanted to be a better consistent team. Uh, that I don't think we've done as good a job of. And one of my biggest concerns with the new and the old was court chemistry. Chemistry off the court is great, but our court chemistry is a little different. And as I look at it, uh, you know, you look at what we're playing with right now, we have a veteran group and we have some rookies that are playing, but at key positions, which is the guard position, we've almost played more rookies than veterans with Kalen starting at the point and, and Darrell and uh, and Chris coming in a lot, especially with Drew being under the weather. So, you know, I, I, I think we're, we're a little better off than I thought and yet uh, not playing as consistent as I'd like us to play. That was head coach Tom Izzo speaking on the last week of men's basketball. Uh, we know we beat Missouri, lost to UCLA, and defeated Oakland Saturday at home. Uh, the first two of that list played in Kansas City semifinal and final, the CBE Classic, down at the Sprint Center in Kansas City. A tough loss to the number one team in the nation. Uh, at the same time, it shows how close we are to 
being the team in the nation. How dominant our defense can be at, at times. That first half, stellar. Yes, UCLA shot terribly. Some of that contested, some of that UCLA not shooting the ball well. Uh, but, oh, here we go. Darren Collison. All I heard that whole game on ESPN, or yeah, ESPN, ESPN2, whatever it was. All this talk, Darren Collison. If you noticed, in that second, heading into the second half, when Michigan State was up like 10 or 12, you know, it seemed like the the broadcasters were kind of feeling that Michigan State was going to win the game. And, and, and they were kind of like, you know, when this UCLA team gets Darren Collison back, oh, they're going to be so much better. But you gotta, you gotta think. How about a healthy Drew Neitzel? A healthy Marquise Gray? You know? All this talk, all this cutaways to the bench. Darren Collison. Oh, he's the best point guard in the nation. Come on. Not even. Give me a healthy Drew Neitzel. Someone that wasn't puking his brains out earlier in the day. That it, lo- it looked in his elbow like he had, like, probably had, was on an IV during the day. He's a warrior. We call those Spartan dogs around here. Spartan dog, Drew Neitzel, playing through the flu, Jordan-esque. And like Coach Izzo mentioned, I got some more Coach Izzo clips coming up too. A healthy Drew Neitzel makes those shots. A healthy Drew Neitzel can lock up better. Playing with the flu, tough stuff. Uh, but enough of the talk of Darren Collison. Oh, you could see the the announcers foreshadowing a UCLA loss. Blanketing it with Darren Collison is hurt. Must have not noticed that freshman, first-year player, freshman Kevin Love got incredible star treatment by the officials. Every time he touched the rock in the paint, foul, boom, foul. Yes, we played aggressive. Yes, some of those were true fouls. But you have to let guys play. Then you come down to R and we're getting mugged. It's tough. Officials have a tough job. But do not give Kevin Love star treatment just because he was a McDonald's All-American and he plays at UCLA. Not a fan of that at all. Not a fan of that at all. I don't like when officiating decides the game. Let the men play. 517-432-3893. This is the number. The email address, wdbmsports at gmail.com. All the talk of Darren Collison. I was, I had enough of that. Give us a healthy Drew Neitzel. We win by 15. No questions asked. Drew Neitzel was spotty. Couple plays, bench. Couple plays to the bench. Couple possessions to the bench. Tired, gassed. Can't, can't run his wing ahead of the PG. That hurts the break. That hurts the blitz after free throws. That hurts us. But don't worry, Drew Neitzel will be on the mend. Coach said he lost like 10 pounds at Saturday's press conference. No secret. Saturday's press conference, Coach Izzo says Neitzel has lost 10 pounds since being sick. Here's a guy who's what, 180? If, if that. 180 if that. Came in at like 155. So picked up significant weight since being at Michigan State. But loses 10 pounds of what, the 20 he's gained since being at Michigan State? I'm sure that takes a toll on your metabolism, your health, your wind. Uh, but a healthy Drew Nine, so this team is much better. Yes, we have some areas of concern. Oakland, 75-71 win. Uh, Oakland, my opinion, probably better than a, and then a couple Big Ten teams. The way they played Saturday, better than a couple Big Ten teams. Northwestern, Michigan, to name two. Talented guard and the kid from Lansing, Derek Nelson. Devin Thomas-esque with his physique. Tough kid, bangs the glass, kind of a garbage guy, just gets it done. Scored 19-20 on us. And uh, they're without one of their best players, the shooter from uh, Hazlitt or DeWitt. Yep. Uh, but Cassisi had a good game as well. Uh, but Oakland, uh, they could beat a couple teams in the Big Ten. If they, I believe they play Michigan this year. They play the Wolverines. It's going to be a close game. If I was a betting man, I would take the Grizzlies. Not in soccer. We talked. We touched that earlier. <laughs> Not in soccer. Tainted win over the Spartans in soccer. But areas of concern. Boxing out. Not on our end so much. We got to fight on the other end. Get some. Hit the glass. Hit it hard. 
Uh, turnovers, uh, obviously, turnovers negate offense. It's not a good thing. It's like pick sixes in football. Turnovers negate offense. Uh, running the break. Uh, you see, I don't know if guys were, cause guys were sick or what, uh, but you know, you got the wings. Get out, get out and run. Get out and go. That's what we're supposed to be. Supposed to be a running team. Supposed to, you know, run down the floor, get up and down, get at least 15, 20 points a game on the fast break. And, and you watch, you watch the game closely, and because I, you know, I'm a big basketball guy, I watch, I pay attention to certain things some people may not. You look at the dribble penetration that some of these teams are getting against us. Uh, you know, guys are just going to the lane at will. Our, our help may be a little late. And, you know, then consequently. File trouble. File trouble. And then getting back to your original man late in your beat. So a little quicker. But these all things we can fix. All fixable. Uh, the dribble penetration. Uh, something Sutan helped point out to me as well. Uh, got a chance to talk to Goran Sutan. In that game, Sutan 20 boards, 20 rebounds, 15 points. Uh, Sutan had 11 on the offensive glass. That's the most since Antonio Tone Smith had 11 in 1997. So here's Sutan after the game. Joined by forward Goran Sutan. Goran, can you talk about your rebounding tonight? And it seemed like you had an appetite to hit the glass. I know going back after the UCLA loss, coach really emphasized rebounding in general, offensive and defensive. And uh, I just try to be aggressive and go out there and get every rebound. Your 11 offensive rebounds ties a single game record with Antonio Smith. Is that something that you've been wanting yourself to do to hit the offensive glass more? Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, I think you know I haven't been rebounding as well, especially lately, and uh, uh, that's one of the emphasis I put, you know, on the game myself, and uh, coaches have so too. And when you look, you guys got NC State next Wednesday. What do you guys need to improve on most heading against NC State? Um, stopping dribble penetration. You know, help, everybody helping each other and. Uh, Understanding, you know, that uh, we can't take any plays off, and uh, that all five guys gotta, uh, you know, be be in it in order for us to win. You think in this game it was close? You think some of the credit goes to Oakland being a good basketball team? Oh, uh, no doubt. You know, they, I think they really improved since last year. You know, got a better, uh, big guys inside, and uh, I think they're going to be a really good team. That was uh, for Goran Suta, men's basketball. He had 20 boards in the win over Oakland, 75-71 on the season. Suta averaging nine. In about nine, nine and eight point six rebounds a game. For Sutan to be a double double guy every night, to average ten and ten, is that out of the question, Jamal? No, that's what he should do. I don't think it should be considered out of the question. It should be expected of him to be getting at least ten and ten, maybe even more. He's got the post moves, he's got the size and the hands. He should be putting up ten and ten minimum. With his repertoire offensively, what he can bring to the table in the low post, scoring wise, go out to fifteen feet, hit the jumper. Hit the jumper on the baseline. Hit the jumper at the elbow. He's an offensive threat. And I think with Sutan, all it is is confidence. Cerebral. Just be confident. Be heady. Go out. Get your 10-10. Have an appetite for the glass. Hopefully, as Coach Izzo said, can Sutan do this consistently? That's the question. And I really think, tell me if you agree, that the success of this team may hinge upon Sutan's play in the post. Hands down, because, you know, no knock on Namik, but you know Namik's not going to give you 15 points on the block. And as, le- as athletic as uh, Marquise is right now, I still think G is the best post player on the team. And they're going to need him eventually to win some of these games. Obviously, UCLA is a big one. You know, They're going to need a big man to win some of these games. Speaking of Marquise Gray, he had a little ankle injury, played minimal minutes against Oakland. He did not practice yesterday, according to Coach Izzo. Uh, so we'll see if Marquise will be ready to go Wednesday. I'm sure he will be. Uh, Quise averaging about 7-5 and five on the year. Uh, but th- but through it all, it seems that uh, that we've been hitting the offensive glass reasonably well. Uh, 20 old boards totally on the game for Michigan State led to 24 second chance points, uh, which in my opinion was the X factor which won the game. Uh, but the consistency of Sutan will determine how great this team can be. We know Neitzel will come along. There is no way Neitzel, looking at Neitzel's numbers right now, that he is going to Average under 15 points, under five assists. Neitzel, if you paid attention to Neitzel's numbers last year, you say, oh, you know, the non-conference guy's numbers a bit inflated. Neitzel scored more in the Big Ten, assisted more in the Big Ten, and I believe rebounded more in the Big Ten. And I think that just may be the case with Raymar Morgan as well. You cannot stop both Raymar Morgan Andrew Neitzel, there's no way. Raymar Morgan is too versatile. I'm excited to see 
someone who can guard Morgan and stop him. I don't think it's going to happen because they're either too small or they're not quick enough. Like you said, you know, I distinctly remember last year Wisconsin thought they could put Alondo Tucker on him and Ray took him down on the block and wore him out. So, you know, I don't, I don't think there's anybody in the country that can stay with him. The only person in the country that can stop Raymar Morgan is Raymar Morgan. Thank you. Cause you're reading my mind, brother. But if you'd like to get in touch with us, don't agree with us. Do, if you do agree with us, go ahead. WDBM Sports at gmail.com. Also, 517-432-3893. Lisa on the phone tonight. She's a little lonely over there in the, in the, in the engineering booth. Uh, but don't forget, impactA9FM.com. If you'd like to check out our new and improved website, also, we got archived podcasts, audio links. You can listen to a year's worth of shows, all types of guests we've had on the Spartan Sports Rep, all the big names throughout the nation, or throughout the campus, throughout, throughout <laughs> the nation. Spartan Nation. <laughs> there you go. Throughout Spartan Nation uh, have joined us here from Drew Neitzel, Coach D, uh, Brian Hoyer, tons of people, tons of great Spartan athletes, both male and female, have been on the show. We're going right to the phone, though. So Welcome into the Spartan Sports Wrap. What's on your mind? Welcome into the Spartan Sports Wrap. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's on your mind? Uh, I just want to talk about the freshmen. What do you think about the freshmen? I think they're doing an adequate job. Yeah, I think they're doing uh, real good. Uh, I'm actually real impressed, and I'm very impressed um, about how there's like. I haven't really seen a freshman class this good since I can remember. What's what makes them so good? Is it that I, they bring different things to the table that Chris Allen can score, Summers can rebound, Kalen Lucas can run the point? Just I think Kalen Lucas is one of the fastest players I've seen in a while, and that's to start it. Chris Allen just I think he can uh, he's got a great shot. I think uh, we'll see him be making more points later on in the season. But you look at the freshmen. Who's impressed you most out of those the three? Most, um, that's hard. I'd have to say, uh, wow, um, probably Chris Allen. But then Lucas, he's getting that start, and uh, just I got to see him play in high school, and he really impressed me a lot too. So, but then again, Drell Summers had a had a good game against um, Oakland. So I just I think every single game, uh, all the freshmen, uh, they've had their games. That's the best part about it is you don't need one of them to be the man every night. All three of them can step in some nights and, you know, not necessarily take nights off, but Lucas can be the man this night or Allen can be the man or Summers can be the man. Exactly. And uh, it, it's kind of like pick your poison. Like we had a few years ago with Kelvin Torbert, Chris Hill, Allen Anderson, Mo Egger, Shannon Brown. You can't – you have to pick someone to stop. And exactly. you're going to leave four, four or five other guys able to get theirs. Hey, we thank, yeah. thanks for your call, man. Yeah, no problem. Anybody else who'd like to chime in, 517-432-3893 is the number. Lisa waiting patiently for your phone calls. Thank you. We appreciate all the support here on the Spartan Sports Rep. We are a nonprofit, but we love your opinions and your suggestions. Anything, wdbmsports at gmail.com. Also, 517-432-3893. Yes, the freshmen are coming along nicely. Coach Izzo said today that Chris Allen has even picked up his defense tremendously more than he had thought and so maybe it just took a couple games to get Chris Allen aware of what he has to do defensively in shutting people down to be a complete player but yeah Chris Allen definitely uh, providing some spark for Michigan State at times we know uh, he could shoot better than the 36 percent he's shooting on the season but with time as Coach Izzo again explained today it kind of frustrates him because he's seen Chris Allen shoot much better and he just wants to see it on the court in games. But we look at Darrell Summers, like we talked about, coach says could be one of the greatest rebounding guards we've had here. Definitely agree. Four rebounds a game already through five games played. So Darrell loves to hit the glass. Good to see that. And Darrell, he shoots well from the floor. 63% on the season, limited shots. You know, he's taking 19 shots, 12, 19 on season, uh, but he's doing his thing. Uh, but through it all, through it all, Raymar Morgan has been incredibly consistent this season. Uh, we'll get to a clip from Raymar Morgan a little later in this hour, uh, but just when some thought at the beginning of the season, who are we playing in our non-conference? You know, our non-conference, oh, it looks kind of weak. I'm kind of worried about who we're going to play. You know, this is going to come into play later when Joel Lenardi does bracketology. <laughs> you know, so 
we look at our schedule, our non-conference. Just when some thought our NC schedule was soft, we've played number one UCLA. Should have won. Oh, salty about that. Uh, according to one poll, if you're counting votes, NC State, we play them Wednesday, ranked 26th in the nation. Uh, we play them Wednesday at the Breslin Center, 7 p.m. Eastern time. That is on ESPN. Dave O'Brien on the play-by-play. Steve Lavin, Coach Lavin on the color with that slick hair. Uh, <laughs> fellas, sorry. No EA on the sidelines. No Aaron Andrews, boys. It's Alan Hopkins. I'm not watching. Key NS. Who is that? Alan Hopkins. I don't know. Anyways, uh, ESPN is carrying the game. Part of the Big Ten ACC challenge in which, uh, historically, the Big Ten uh, has not challenged much. <laughs> it's been owned by the ACC. Hopefully, Michigan State can say something about that. Who we played last year? Boston College? BC. BC. But when they had Jared Dudley, went off for like 30. Yeah, 30 and like 15 rebounds. Oh, like light that. Light-skinned, ludicrous-looking guy. <laughs> hey, it's all good. You like to join us, 517-432-3893. Uh, number 8, Texas. Uh, we play them, Spartan Clash, December 22nd at the Palace, I think it is. Oops, also, sure. down the road at Brigham Young, they're ranked 23rd in one poll. And we already beat Missouri, and they've received votes, votes in both the Associated Press poll and the ESPN USA Today poll. So... Uh, simply counting on fingers, one, two, three, four teams ranked, four teams ranked that we've played in our non that we we have played or will play in our non conference. Yes, it's not the Syracuse, Kentucky, Duke of Izzo's past, but adequate enough to help the RPI out come tournament time. And realistically, if you're you know a Michigan State fan, even if you play on the team, you know it doesn't matter who you play. Come Big Ten tournament time, come March, come. February, when the end of the season is coming down, that's when they're really going to start looking at who's going to get in. And you know, probably right now, Michigan State's going to get in the tournament. you got a really good inclination to saying so. So I think non-conference schedule aside, it's a safe bet. I, I still think they'll get in. Yeah, Coach Izzo definitely made a point to agree with this. Uh, Coach Izzo spoke today on the schedule. And North Carolina State, what North Carolina State brings to the table, we know they're coached by Sidney Lowe, a former Pistons assistant. Uh, here's Coach Izzo on the schedule and NC State. There's a lot more pluses than minuses. We just don't seem real smooth yet, and you know, I, I, I think we shouldn't underscore some of the people we've played. I still think the two teams we played down there were very good basketball teams that are, can be very disruptive, and yet we shot very well against both. And, and Oakland is a, is, is a pretty good basketball team that played pretty well, and, and, uh, and now it gets even tougher. I think in North Carolina State, if you happen to watch the game last night, um, they are a a very good basketball team. Uh, they have the second best freshman big man maybe in the country next to Love, so we'll have a chance to play two of them within a week's period of time. And in Love last week, and uh, of course Hickson this week. And I had a chance to see Hickson a lot during the summer. He played on Chris Allen's AU team, and. Uh, I think he's even improved from that. I think he's playing harder, scoring a lot of points, uh, and is a real load down in the post. NC State, Michigan State, the Brez, Wednesday, 7 p.m., 517-432-3893 is the number, 517-432-3893. If you'd like to join us here on the Spartan Sports Rap, Jamal Spencer, alongside myself, Dan Duggar, uh, here every Monday, 7 to 8 p.m. Uh, Gmail inbox, wdbmsports at gmail.com. Uh, but as coach mentioned there, NC State, don't take them lightly. They're four and one. They're a talented ball club. Well coached. Uh, they're not going to be out running and gunning, but they're talented. JJ Hickson leads the way, uh, with 18 a game and eight boards. So he's all over the place. Uh, Hickson, talented, talented guy. And I think, does, he may, it doesn't, they don't have him listed as a probable starter. So he may be kind of fifth, sixth man. Mm, I'm, I'm not sure if he a spark plug coming in with 18 points a game coming off the bench. Woo, tremendous. But J.J. Hickson, I'm sure you'll hear that name a lot, hopefully uh, not scoring a lot against the Spartans Wednesday. Uh, Michigan State takes on NC State in the Big Ten ACC Challenge at the Breslin Center. Uh, last time we hosted uh, the Big Ten ACC Challenge, I believe it was Georgia Tech. Back a couple years back at the Brez. They almost beat us at the buzzer with the tray. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch, 517-432-3893. Uh, but through it all, Measy 
Morgan, Raymar Morgan, has played well through it all. And what uh, what gets me about Raymar, uh, you look at his numbers, shooting 60% from the field. This is through five games. 30 of 50 from the field. 8.4 rebounds per game. 10 assists, 12 turnovers. You had a bad one against UCLA. It's tough. Three blocks. He's got a couple steals. So he's averaging just over 17 points a game. Here's here's the kicker. Yeah, that's good. That's not quite 20, not quite 25. Here's the kicker. All this in 26 minutes per game. Come Big Ten, like it or not, foul trouble aside, Raymar Morgan will play 35 minutes a game, I believe. Get two couple minutes break each half. 26 minutes a game. He's putting up 17. I think his numbers, along with Drew Neitzel's numbers, increase. And this team only gets better offensively. We're scoring 79 points a game. I think this team is capable of averaging 85. Knock on wood. If they stay healthy, it's going to be scary. It's going to be scary offense. You don't agree with us? Give us a call. 517-432-3893. Big shout out to Crunchies. If you're listening to the show now, which I hope you are, thank you all for listening. Whoever the manager is over there, show some love. Thank you, Crunchy's Bar and Grill. And bring us some food. Yeah, come on, man. We're starving out here. Uh, but don't forget, as I discussed at the top of the hour, uh, Greater Cause, the Lance, the Greater Lansing Food Bank, nonprofit organization, they're in need. They're in need of canned goods. They're in need of donations. LansingFoodBank.org, if you'd like to help them out. Yes, it's the philanthropic season, uh, but I was walking into the station today, as I discussed at the beginning of the show, and saw one of the, the signs you know they have in the hallways that the RAs put up sometimes mm-hmm. in the dorms. 17% of Lansing living at or below the poverty level. So it would be nice to see that the Greater Lansing Food Bank fills up with food, and they're just overwhelmed with donations. Uh, but great, the LansingFoodBank.org, where you can find out more information to help those in need right here, in the Lansing area. Uh, but Michigan State basketball, they have played a lot of games, a lot of back-to-backs. Coach Izzo stressed that that schedule is kind of hurting. You look at practice time, not really there. You flip to the next opponent, you're flipping practices just to prep for the opponent. Not getting much time to work on offense. So I think when this team gets, you know, we get through these next, while wow, school ends next Friday, uh, fi- then finals, obviously, uh, for those who have them. But, you know, you get through that, then you have that extended practices over, over Christmas break. I think you'll see, uh, I think this team will just get much better heading into Big Ten play, mm-hmm. if not earlier than that, because of the extended practice time you get, and the more and more this team gets acclimated with each other. And some, I think those turnovers will go down, and, and some of the mis- mental mistakes we're making will get cleaned up with that extra practice time. But obviously we played uh, back-to-back a couple times recently here. Uh, in the, with the first two games of the CB tournament, then the semifinal and final of the CB tournament, mm-hmm. you know, there's only so much you can improve overnight prepping for an opponent. Oh, you know, you're basically filming walkthrough, can't practice. You, you're gonna wear your guys in the ground. Uh, but Raymar Morgan, through it all, has been steady. Uh, 26 in just 26 minutes a game, putting up more than 17 on 60% shooting, uh, making his free throws. For the most part, seventy per, uh, over seventy percent, which is adequate. Right, it's good enough. In uh, in rebounding, enough. rebounding, caroming the ball, caroms, caroms, as Kelser <laughs> would say, carom, c a r a m, carom. That's a rebound. Uh, Eight point four of those a game. So, uh, Raymar Morgan staying steady through it all. Uh, but our non-conference schedule not as weak. As many thoughts. So keep that in mind. But I did get a chance to catch up with Raymar Morgan. You didn't see the game. He had a monstrous and one dunk. Sick. Baseline and one. Talked about it in the interview. Uh, here's Raymar Morgan post game. Joined by sophomore guard Raymar Morgan. Raymar, quiet 20 points for you tonight. Can you talk about your point production and the impact of Goran Sutan on this game? G was great. Um, he, he did it all. Rebounded uh, offensively and defensively. Um, he was everywhere. He just had a knack for the ball tonight, I think. And he. And that's what we needed tonight. Um, as far as me, points-wise, uh, I just tried to do the little things that my team need. I tried to get into the offensive floor early and uh, get some easy buckets. That and one dunks that one of your better finishes of your career? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, it's been a while since I could jump a little bit with the injury and all last year. So 
I think that was a highlight. So you guys have had some great performances as a team, some letdowns. Is it is consistency the biggest issue with this team right now? Um, yeah, definitely. Once we can get that, I think our team uh, our team hit our top gear, and I think we'll roll. And how valuable is a healthy Nitzel to this team? Obviously, very. Oh, huge! Uh, whenever Nitzel's healthy, um, he can go forever. Um, but with him sick, um, he, he can only give us so much. But like I said, he, he he's just a, he's just a warrior for even going out there being sick and all. So. Um, I tip my hat off to him and, 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 the, and the things he does. And lastly, Ray, heading into NC State next Wednesday, what do you guys need to improve on most? Rebounding, uh, just staying consistent, um, just growing up a little bit. I think we need to grow up and, and, just, and, and just play hard. Talented guard Raymar Morgan, guard forward, whatever you want to call him, talented uh, is the name for Raymar Morgan. Uh, steady throughout the five games so far for the Spartans. They're 4-1, and one. Uh, perfect at home. I believe uh, the Brez will be a tough spot for anyone to come and play. Hopefully, here's the hoping the Brez is rocking when NC State comes in. Been a little disappointed with some of the fans at the Brez. Kind of take, you know, like people have said, taking that for granted. It, it, I think the situation with the fans at the at the Breslin Center is if you go out of out of East Lansing, travel somewhere else, see what other fans bring to the table, then you really get a taste of how impactful a crowd can be. Email. Ray emails us. He says, last week you predicted a shot at the Champ Sports Bowl. And I will say that again tonight, that I think Michigan State will play in the Champ Sports Bowl on December 28th. I want to know how probable you think that is. I may let Jamal answer this. I want to know how probable you think that is if Illinois gets a, an at-large bid to the BCS, uh, which would probably be the Rose Bowl. And if we don't make either the Champ Sports or the Inside Bowl, would a trip to D-Town, to the Motor City Bowl, be a slap in the face? Ellipse, so that's a dot, dot, dot. Tell Lisa, I said, quote, hi. So Lisa, <laughs> she waves hi to Ray. Uh, so Ray, thanks for your email. All other emails, wdbmsports at gmail.com. Uh, first, Jamal, uh, first part of the question, how probable uh, is it that Illinois gets an at-large bid? First of all, Ray. Dan said last week, inside bowl. He wasn't talking chance bowl. He was talking inside bowl. So now he's on the chance bandwagon. But I think it's very probable that they're headed to the chance bowl. Like I said, Oklahoma's a very good team, and if they beat Missouri like I think they will, then you're looking at Illinois jumping into the Rose Bowl and headed to uh, making uh, Michigan State head to champs. Would a trip to D-Town be a slap in the face? I think not. I think it would be better for the program to go to the champs sports bowl uh, maybe not so much. I would, I, warm weather, yeah, I'd rather be in, in Tempe than Detroit. But for exposure, I believe that's on ESPN. The the Motor City Motor Bowl City is, on, is yeah. on ESPN. Yep. It's in Detroit. We know we're building crossroads in recruiting in the city of Detroit. There's so much talent in Detroit. Uh, you look across the Big Ten. Marcus Thigpen, where is he from? The D. Vernon Golston, Ohio State, the D. You know, look at the talent that is buried in Detroit. Uh, but playing in the Motor City Bowl would that would be the advantage there. A slap in the face? Oh no, I do not think it would be a slap in the face if we went to the Motor City Bowl. I think there would be a sense of joy on both sides. George Perlis, Motor City Bowl CEO, and Michigan State. You know, we make the Motor City Bowl happy. We go to the we go to a bowl. It's close to home. It's on national television. Not so much a slap in the face. Maybe like. A 1B versus a 1A well put, well put. T- type of deal. Like the Champ Sports Bowl would be the ideal 1A. If we don't, we go to, we go to the Motor City Bowl, it's not like 2, it's like 1B. So, 517, your thoughts, 517, 432, 3893. Don't forget the cultural vibe spinning hip hop every Saturday night here on the Impact, 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. DJ Rad 1, 8 p.m. to 11, 11 to 2 DJ Collective spinning some underground stuff in some old school so 11 to 2 would be uh for you old school folks you know like to get out and, and st- step it out we're not talking one two step we're talking you know step it out in your uh in, in your old school gear so uh, the adi does the, the adi <laughs> the adi does but uh our email address if you'd like to take advantage like ray has done already tonight wdbm sports at gmail.com let us know what you think the best bowl scenario would be for Michigan State and where you think they will end up going. I think last week I was on the Tempe train to the inside bowl. 
This week I'm thinking Champs Sports Bowl. Hey, next week who knows? Maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's the Alamo Bowl. I don't know. Uh, here's a question for you, Jamal. Who do you think is going to be the next University of Michigan head coach? Mm, I gotta say Les Miles. I know that's the popular pick, but hey, who else is out there? I mean, he lost a shot at the national championship, so now he's even more likely to be leaning towards Ann Arbor. That's why I got. I got Les Miles going to Ann Arbor. Yeah, it's got to be tough. Tough situation. Not really tough. Hey, do I stay at LSU and make million <laughs> eight, or do I go to Michigan and make th- two three million? Tough. Those are just the toughest decisions to make. Right. Some people got it really hard, don't they, man? man just, golly, some people struggling. Dan, you know, do you go to the Chicago market and make two hundred thousand being a sports host? Do you go to New York make half a million? Those are the those would be just great situations, Jamal. But Definitely. as it stands, we work in nonprofit here in East We're in the Lansing. Market one, now. market one ten. <laughs> we 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 hang tough though. Five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three is the number if you'd like to join us. Uh, but sorry for fluctuating between uh, basketball and football here tonight. Uh, but hey, we we try to get our viewers answers or questions answered. Uh, but back to basketball. Uh, quickly, you know, you say, oh, we lost to UCLA tough. We were slid in the rankings, 10 in the AP, 13 in the ESPN USA Today. You look at the top 10 in the AP, uh, four teams have a loss in the top 10. Uh, so, you know, there's some teams in the nation going through stuff like we are. Uh, teams finding chemistry, finding themselves, getting a, coaches getting a handle on what they have and how to piece it together. I think it takes time. Uh, in some years past, we're just playing our first game. Uh, we're playing our sixth game this year on Wednesday already. So the speed of the schedule, a little early. Uh, the guy's not having as much time. There's only so much time you can play with and against each other mm-hmm. uh, instead of with each other against different opponents, different defenses, schemes. Uh, so Coach Izzo, uh, he commented on the aforementioned uh, this afternoon at his press conference. Here's Coach Izzo on finding team chemistry, getting a handle on the squad. I think like a lot of coaches and like a lot of teams around the country right now, you know, different guys. I saw where a freshman who hardly played in Maui, you know, scored 25 for Duke. I, I, I think it's, I think all of us are trying to get a handle on what we really have in our teams right now. And um, so maybe I, for one, should quit panicking about what we don't have and realize it's November. And as Matt reminded me, uh, you know, we're going to have our sixth game and some years you know, we're really playing our first or second game. So it's uh, it's made it early. It's made it uh, hard for, I think, everybody and to get a real handle. And so I think the best thing to do is realize we're not going to have a handle for a little while. We just got to find ways to win games and try to improve and get enough practice time where we can get better as we go. And, and that's what we hope to do. That was head coach Tom Izzo speaking on the situation of the team. It's early, finding chemistry, getting a handle on what he has. The talent he has, but you look, uh, this team is going to score points. 78 in the non-conference. Yes, defenses will clamp up in the in the Big Ten, but we know uh, great players increase their numbers in greater situations, in greater play. Raymar Morgan in double figures. Drew, Drew Neitzel in double figures. Also has an assist-to-turnover ratio, uh, 23-6, to six, which is sick. Uh, Drew Neitzel's been sick, so hopefully he gets healthy, though. Uh, we look at Goran Suta, nine points per game. I believe that. He'll be in double figures. Xavier Allen, Chris Allen, he's at just below nine points a game. I think he gives us ten. Darrell Summers, eight points a game. I think he gives us ten. So ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, if all guys score ten. Raymar and Drew are going to give you fifteen to twenty a night. This team will be fine offensively as long as we take care of the basketball. You know, work on things that are fixable. Now, our problems are fixable. It's not like, it's not like we don't have a point guard. Like, oh gosh, Allen Anderson's gotta run the point for us. We have no point guard. Allen Anderson, double A has to run the point. No, it's, we have problems that are fixable. It's not like we have a problem where we have to transform a player to a new position because we lack depth there or we lack the position in general. So, all, all, all things fixable. What, what do you view as the biggest area of concern, Jamal, for this basketball team? I mean, turnovers right now, but that'll come with comfort. I mean, I know it's only, it's only November. Give these guys time to gel with each other. Give them time to, you know, give Izzo time to work out the lineups to the best of his ability and the best of the players' ability. And 
I think turnovers right now are the biggest Achilles heel of this team. Because like you said, you know, you can score all the points you want, but if you give it up every other possession, you know, you're not getting anything back. You're listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact 89 FM. That's Jamal Spencer. I'm Dan Duggar. It's black and white on sports here tonight. That used to be Juan Simmons. So Juan, Juan used to be my co-host. He's out with Hewlett Packard. Juan, if you're listening, what is good, my brother? Uh, but anyways, got to touch on women's basketball for a minute. Got to show some love. Got to show the gender equity in the house. Women's basketball has played well as of, as of late, and they've got to enjoy some great weather. In the, in the Caribbean Challenge, two wins down in Cancun, Mexico. They got to spend last week in Mexico. Uh, down at the Caribbean Challenge. They beat Northern Illinois and Kansas State last week. And those two wins, Alyssa DeHaan combined 40 points, 12 boards, 8 blocks. Can she go to the league early? Is there a rule? (laughs) To the league. (laughs) Can she go to to the WNBA right now? To the league, to the show. What are some other synonyms for for, for making it to the pros? The show, The the league. Big time. Big time, the deal, Who knows? the business, right. whatever. We can throw as many ebonic terms as we can out <laughs> in the next five minutes. We're in the crib, if, you, if you're joining us. You want to hit us up on the celly? Uh, 517-432-3893 are the digits. But women's basketball, led by Alyssa DeHaan. You, you know, you look at women's basketball, that's the parody, though. It's You know, you want to talk gender equity. We know there's a difference between... The athletic abilities of women versus men, but the, their champion national championship game, the next day, is the WNBA draft. So if you're balling out like Candace Parker, and you want to say skip it, I'm going to the league, son. And you want to go to the league, you have 24 hours to make your decision. <laughs> if you're if you're if you're if you're undergrad, you have 24 hours to make your decision. WNBA draft the day after the national championship game, kind of odd, but we know. The situation, it's rare that a woman would leave college early to go to the league. I don't think it's happening yet. It's going to happen eventually, though. To the league, absolutely. How about this This girl from Penn State, plays volleyball at Penn State. She, uh, one of my friends told me this, has a 34-inch vertical, can dunk a basketball on 12 feet, something ridiculous like that, can, can touch or dunk 12 feet. Either way, I don't care. If she can touch 12 feet, that is sick. Sign her up. So soon enough, get to, to the league, girl. To the league. Get your money. Get your money. No. But no, that's just that's just the parody. But also, we got to give some love to the freshmen on the women's basketball team getting it done, too. Kalisha Keene and Brittany Thomas, both playing well, both starting. Brittany Thomas, the point guard, solid play from her. Uh, she's second in the Big Ten in assist currently as a freshman. Uh, this women's basketball team, they're going to take some hits, I believe, you know, down the road. Mm-hmm. They don't have Aisha Jefferson. Things would be totally different with Isha. But you look at the future of Michigan State women's basketball, the next two seasons, Alyssa Dahan, Aisha Jefferson in the post. Talented Brittany Thomas filling it up from outside. Kalisha Keene getting it done. A deep bench. Takia Fortner, who hasn't developed quite yet out of Flint. She'll get there. She'll get there. Swim's basketball team is going to be very, very talented the next couple of seasons. And they'll, they will be fine this year as well. So for those of you who say we don't cover women's sports, we've talked volleyball tonight and women's basketball. Now what? Get at me. 517-432-3893. Don't forget, coming up at the hour of 8, Jeff Schaup and the Jazz Spectrum. Man, I'll tell you, I'm still bumping some jazz. i got to bring my CD and let you, let you hear it. Some smooth jazz, brother. Nothing like... Unwinding after a tough day at work, popping some jazz, little saxophone, little keys, nothing like it. Just relaxing. So smooth jazz, all types of jazz coming up 8 p.m. Jazz Spectrum. But they play Thursday, women's basketball at home against Clemson in the ACC Big Ten Challenge for the women. They play at 8 p.m. at home at the Brez. They play tonight, Delaware State. I don't know how that works out. They're at, they are at Delaware State, uh, tonight. So it must be something contractual there, you know, like when teams sign up to play, you know, sometimes they have they have deals, you know, home and home, home, home and home. You know, you guys, you know, come come to play us. There'll be, you know, there'll be a, uh, a you know, you'll draw fans. Mm-hmm. You'll fill some more seats, get some more revenue for us, you know, relative for women's basketball. 
Uh, but here's the hope in the women. They they booted off at seven. No live stats though, so no score for the women from uh from Dover, Delaware. So Delaware State, Michigan State women's basketball. They play tonight. Men's basketball. They play seven p.m. The Brez Wednesday. They also play Saturday, like Jacksonville. Yep. So something like that. Jacksonville yep. Saturday. Uh, but the number five one seven four three two three eight nine three. If you'd like to get in before the end of the hour, uh, we would love to have you join us here on the Spartan Sports Wrap alongside Jamal Spencer. I am Dan Duggar. End of the first half. Here's your score: Michigan State, number eighteen in the nation, leads Delaware State thirty three to thirty. Oh, the ladies up three on the road. So they're four and one on the season as well. The ladies doing well. But that, that's going to be just about it. So for Jamal Spencer, ABC3, Jamal, thanks for coming in. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. And thank you, Lisa. Apparently you have fan out there in Radio Land. Uh, <laughs> but thank you guys for taking your time out to support us here at the Spartan Sports Wrap. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week as I'm sure we will have a bowl destination. Thanks for listening. For Jamal Spencer, I'm Dan Duggar. Thanks for listening.